Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing <laughs> What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. TD Podcast here. Uh, what a week of the NFL that we just had. We have another great week ahead of us. Initial thoughts from the NFL last week. We got B in the house, K Morg and Matt. Yep. Um, start That's us up. off. Who, what's your first thought that comes to your head from the NFL from the week four? Packers. Week three. Packers always. 3-0. When your team's 3-0, you feel really good and, you know, that's – dude – Three no. Three no. Nothing else is going right for me in the football world. <laughs> Fantasy, our picks. I can nothing agree with else. That. So Packers three no. Let me just love it. Let me live it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Sitting zero and three in fantasy. I think this last week definitely showed um, some teams' true colors. Ooh, so that's yeah. what I'll say. Um, I agree with that. We'll get into like a recap in a minute, but um, I think the Monday night game showed a lot. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Three words. Big Dick Nick. Okay. Oh, Trubisky yeah. I have era to talk is about that later. over. It is officially over. over. Yep. Um, cheers to that. that. Cheers to that. Um, yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> Smell you. Uh, I think this week kind of, I think it justified a lot of our real or fakes that we talked about. It, it, it exposed some teams. It definitely exposed some teams. Uh, my Not my Raiders, but the Raiders, I said, were super real. It's your Raiders. You've been on them all year, so you can claim them. I'm not claiming them. I'm not claiming them. But the Raiders aren't fake, though. They just got beat by a realer team. But but Bill exposed the hell out of them. Exactly what Cody said they would do. That's Bill Belichick. Stop the run. They stopped Waller, stopped the run, and made the receivers beat, and they couldn't. Not even close. But especially, you know, McCourty, Gilmore. Raiders are still going to beat a lot of good teams. Patriots are still really good, though. That's all I'm saying. I th- you think it proved more that just the I Patriots think it proved that the Patriots really are better, good. a lot oh, better. Oh, let's get into that. Patriots, real or fake? They're real. We're not doing a real or fake segment today, but we're going to do real or fake. They're real. Patriots. You think they're real? Yeah. You think they win that division? Yeah. You think they're better than Buffalo? Yes. No. But they're real. Patriots are very real. Let's talk about that game for a second. That's the game Buffalo of the week. Buffalo and the Rams, because... Because you guys were... We were on the Rams, said the Rams are real. And I they said were getting, they were fake. And they were getting blown out. And what happens? I text you. B sent a text. He's like, oh, yeah, huh, Rams, huh, I said, yeah. I said, yeah, Rams are real, guys. I said, yeah, they are. They 29 are. fucking unanswered points. Yeah. And, and, I looked, won the I game. Looked, and I looked dumb as hell. And they won that game. That was a bullshit call at the end Talk of the game. Talk about the PI. bullshit call. It's a PI. No, no that's the bad call. That's part of the rules. Okay, now I don't know if that's a... I don't know if that's like... It's, it, a I shout mean, out to the Bills or Mike like Piera the called it a the Rams just Piera's didn't play good enough. Bozo. Slap. Oh. He's a slap. Here's the thing: Stay off the receiver for the Bills was initiating the contact. He was initiating the contact. He goes he's, into his face. The Rams it. receiver throws his hands up in the air. There's no contact on his side. That is not. A, there's a no call. I'm sorry. It's I'm, a no call. You know what? Now that I, I agreed with you in the moment, I, played, I did. It's a no call. I put that play in my head a couple times. The big thing that stood out to me is it wasn't catchable. I don't. I don't think whether if he was touched or not. I thought he got through him, but Mike Pierre called Pi, and my Bills won. So, so yeah, break it down. Both teams, like I said, jury in my opinion was still out for the Bills. I said the Rams were real. Uh, we all kind of agreed and kind of in that system. Yeah. B said they were fake. I think we can all agree that both teams are definitely I, legitimate contenders. I think they're I both actually, real. Yeah, I actually yeah. need to legit apologize. 
I think Thank the Rams you. are a really good football team. They will be in every game. And if you're down 28-3 to and you take the lead in just a quarter and a half of football, you're impressive. And during that time, your best player absolutely wrecked that field. Aaron Donald oh, was my God. Sideline to sideline, dude. Uh, so, Ram dude. fans, hey, I apologize. They're a real football team. I think I mentioned Aaron Donald every week, but there was – I mean – I think it was like one play specifically. I think he had the sack fumble where he just ran through like two people. Forced the fumble and got on top got of it. Got it on top of it. The, the guy side. is an absolute yeah, monster. Dude. My thing I took away from this game above. is I think they're both real. But if I'm a Bills fan, I'm very concerned at the decision-making of Josh Allen at the end of that game trying to extend plays like almost fumbling and getting the ball back once. Yeah, he's he's, having, mass, a stiff, he's yeah. having a stiff he arm here. He's a defensive like, player. Yeah, I just... He didn't look like he had a lot of composure into throwing the ball away or trying to do too much for me. But Josh Allen's been unbelievable these last 15 games but, of his but uh, I will of say his season uh, in last. That type of quarterback loses to Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, but yeah. You're, you're right. That's a good and, call. And I, I mean, I think the Bills, the Bills, if they play man for man and they match up, they're a better team than the Patriots. But if Josh Allen starts doing that stupid shit, they they have a chance, to but it, you yeah. take the first half, Josh Allen, right? MVP, yes, he's yeah. unbelievable. So, he's playing and he's, lights and he's out. Been, he's been playing aggressive. Hey, shout out to Will Smith. He's been playing for that, aggressive. That call. So the yeah. question yeah. is: Is Josh Allen real or fake? He's so real. I think he's real. I think, I think real. he's. I think he's finally understanding that he has weapons around him, yeah. which the, is causing him to play a little bit and, more aggressively and, and kind of force some yeah, balls in. And there. you know, management realized that too. Went out and got him digs. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, proven Diggs looks great. Yeah, we're gonna get some weapons around him. We're gonna we're gonna let him be aggressive. Josh Allen is super real. Yeah, that's a good call by Will. Yep. I think he's gonna be in the conversation for MVP by the end of the yeah. season. I, I think the Bills are real. I just think they need just to find that identity that I talked about last week. I still think I could they're it. throwing the ball a little too much. They need to get back to but, pounding the ball but, and not making Josh Allen make these like heavy maybe decisions. Maybe Singletary's not that good. You have Diggs. John Brown, Cole Beasley. He had a great um, year Croft last year. And that other tight end who's pretty good. Why not sling it? Josh Allen looks amazing. Yeah. I think the defense kind of needs to step it up. Yeah, and I don't I don't think I agree with you. I don't think out of those two running backs, Zach Moss and Singletary, that you have a just a legitimate back. You know? I still think they need to find their identity. But I, I still mean, think they're real. They're like their yeah, players yeah, 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 are definitely yeah. real. Yeah, they're a piece away, is they what just, you're saying. They, I need to see them in more ball games when it's like 35 to like 14. You know, they give up less points. I see a little more smash mouth run the ball. Josh Allen still gets his points. I think the the second half said more for the Rams than the Bills, but the Bills D does need to figure some stuff out. They've given a lot of yards back-to-back weeks to Dolphins, Rams, which, you know, everyone – that's why you guys were kind of off the fence because Fitzpatrick Mm -hmm. kind of put a number on them Mm -hmm. for, you know, for a half of football, which, again – Happened this game, Goff, for a half a football, put it on him. And, you know, McVay with those three running backs is unreal. All right, so, you know, that's kind of our what sticks out to us from last week. Um, one thing for me I'll, I'll end on for the last week before we get into our competition was Seattle. Seattle looked great again. I think they might be – them and the Packers' best teams in the NFC so far through three weeks. Um, in Dallas, their defense is just atrocious right now. Yeah. Um, so let's get into – our competition, where we stand. Okay. Um, B, what, what's our points look like? Oh, man. Uh, K. Morg, CY, tied for first with 17. Nice. Um, and I should be fucking Bengals, man. 
fucking yeah. Cowboys. It's not like I was yeah. that far off. Cowboys my team right tied to lost by seven. My team tied. Your team uh, my lost. team had a bigger <laughs> point differential. Yeah. <laughs> well, spread. I meant spread. Third place. Spread Mac was, with spread was bigger on my side. And I'm I'm right on Max ass in last place. I called it. I said, hey, the Raiders are either gonna put me first yeah. or last, and they put me last. And uh, you know, a big note in this week is me and Mac lost locks. Yeah, we did lose locks. West Coast locks though. Close West Coast. Locks. Um, I'll, I'll ride with you. So it's a long season. Stay with us. But if the season ends today, I'm driving <laughs> AZ. Yeah, I've been there enough. several times. Yeah. Uh, good stadium. Not the worst place to drive to. No. So no one won an, an upset. No, no one won me, an upset. Me and Kate Moore you guys won, the, won locks. the locks. Uh, we lost Monday Night Football. We won um, Monday Night Football. You guys won <laughs> Monday Night Kim. Football. It's kind of the big difference right there. And then the huge difference for me was I lost my upset Raiders and a pick. So that and was I, that could have been a big swing for and me. And I gained my point. On K. Morgan, the Seahawks, and the Cowboys, and the Seahawks, which he doubled up on. Which yep. he doubled up and missed, which he could have took a huge lead. Yeah, he could have. I was yep. the only one who Close. took the Bills. Close. So that kept me right on Max' ass. So, Okay, so let's get into, before we get into our next week's picks, uh, Big Nuts Player of the Week this week from Week 3. Um, who's your player? We'll start with K. Morgan. Big Nuts or Big Dick Nick? Oh, here we yeah. go. Oh, here it big is. Big Dick Nick Foles. The guy does it again. I think he's just – is he a better reliever than he is starter? He might be. Is that his thing? If he was a pitcher, he would definitely be a reliever. He's just a relief pitcher. Yes. But it, he's, he's a, a spot dude. start. But he's a, just a spot start, dude. <laughs> but he's a dude. Like, I mean, the guy has done it for how long now? And just he even said it. He even said it. They're talking about, um, you know, being on the wrong side. We're talking about Trubisky. He had a lot of um, – he was very humble in his post-game interview. said, look, I've been in Mitch Trubisky's shoes. I've been in my shoes before. Um, happy to get the team to win. Um, I feel for, you know, Mitch and, you know, Bears are going to keep going on. So yeah. um, Nick Foles brought him back again. Flip side of that, the Falcons Poor lose man. again. Jesus. B-Ramick and CY just love to bet their Falcons. They lose every week. Dan Quinn needs Dan to go. Quinn needs to go. Fire That's him now. One of my bold predictions, <laughs> and it's going to hit very soon. Okay. Um, big enough part of the week. Matt, who yeah, do you got? I'm on Nick Foles as well. Oh, same guy. Uh, no yeah. more Okay. I mean, 188 yards, three TDs. I just think I, I think that come back. I think that the thing with Nick Foles is that he just doesn't really care. He doesn't care if he plays. He he wants to be a fucking pastor. That guy wants to be a pastor. He's a dude. Yeah, he's but dude. he's a dude. He's I think dude. that's why teams aren't bought in on him. Like honestly, like yeah, he's a great backup, but we're not going to give this guy's the give this guy the keys my, to the kingdom. My Foles if, Wentz bold would have hit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's already had the same amount of touchdowns. Yeah. So, side note, if you have a list of bold predictions, I bet last year Nick Foles would have more TDs than Wentz last year. And I wanted it again this year, but he wasn't the starter. I didn't. And now Nick Foles is going to go off, and I'm going to regret it. But yeah. I really think that's that's why nobody's given him the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. It's just, he's like, yeah, whatever. If I play careless. great. Well, yeah. Jacksonville did. Four years, they eight million. Broke his collarbone. And then got, yeah. broke, and then, and then got the Minshew mania Minchu. going. Yeah. B, who do you got? Who's your big nuts player? Obviously, I hate the Bears. I'm happy for Nick, but I'm sticking <laughs> with my team. Allen, Lazard King. Oh, went off. Lazard King, I get that. Six catches, 146, and a touchdown. Ooh. I called that exact stat line for the wrong receiver. <laughs> I said MVS would have that stat line. Um, and he did it against Lattimore and Jenkins all night. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is impressive. Those are really good. And he corners. dropped a ball. He had a wide open ball. He dropped too. He had he had one drop. It was eight targets, six catches. He had a phenomenal day with Adam sitting out, um, and that's what we need. We need guys that are going to take the next level when you know a Aaron Jones can't get the running going or. Uh, Adams is sitting out for a hammy. He sat out five games last year, so if he's sitting out a couple more games, guys like that have to step up, and he did. Good Big to see nuts, some, yeah. Lazard King. Good to see some depth for you guys. Um, I was close. I was really getting close to going Aaron Donald, like we talked about. Yeah, but he didn't win, so I didn't. Get he's him also much. like the best player, so right. it's like yeah, I'm he's gonna, really uh, good every week. I'm gonna obviously. go Russell Wilson. Well, he's, he's also done, good every week, but. F- uh, four, five, and five. T- those are his number yeah. of touchdowns per game. Big nuts player for three, we- three weeks, really. Yeah, unbelievable. He's playing perfect. Entire career. He's playing, yeah, he's playing can we, perfect. Can we talk about the Metcalf drop? Or oh, the Metcalf uh, fumble? Yeah. Punched out on the two. God, oh, my God. Well, cool. I'm sitting next to Mac, who has <laughs> Russell Wilson, and I'm also sitting next to CY, who has DK Metcalf. And hear me, I bet the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, my god. Trayvon Diggs just slams the ball through the end zone on Metcalf. That was one of the best moments of that's my a, life <laughs> in my betting career, What a honestly. big heads-up play by a rookie. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So that's never my, given up on the play. That's my big nuts play of the week, and that's all of our big nuts play of the week. Yeah. So, um Continue to throw the nuts out on the yeah. table for us. Yeah. Last last topic before we move on to week four. Um, Monday night football. Chiefs Ravens. Um, I meant I you know, I previewed it a little bit on kind of my recap moment, but goddamn, Pat Mahomes and then Lamar Jackson exposed? Ninety seven yards passing on a Monday night football game? Who's shocker? Has he ever won from behind? Never. Well that's I don't think so. If he's losing at halftime, he's 0 and nine. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And yeah. you might as well always – like they mentioned, the announcer said it, first drive, they're driving well, they're running the ball. They're hammering it down the field. They get to a fourth and short, they kick a field goal, and the, and the announcer goes, I'm surprised you know, Harbaugh didn't go for it because you get down against Mahomes, like you want touchdowns in this area, yeah. not field goals. That's me and, and that stopped all momentum right yeah. there. Yeah, C1 and I both bet – Chiefs, kind of on the podcast and in real life, obviously. Yeah. But I bet Mahomes Chiefs will just, in real life and not on the podcast. Mahomes I'm will just stupid. overwhelm you with points. That's yeah. just a fact. You need to keep up with their points. Yeah. But again, Lamar Jackson, 97 yards passing. And the Chiefs defense is not like elite by average. any means. No, in my very opinion. Average. And, and I think, I think we guys. saw the worst game of his career so far. Yeah, Titans did the same thing to him. There's a recipe yeah. to do that. There's a recipe to do it. That's okay. my point. There is a recipe yeah. to beat Lamar Jackson and well, the Baltimore Ravens. It's just, it's, it's really easy. It's don't let him run. Stop, stop the running game. Stop not, all the yeah. running game. And then guard a, guard a tight end. And play man on the end. And play they, man they on the shut end. Andrews down. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to stop a running back playing quarterback. I mean, Damn. I've said it from not, the beginning. Not Damn. with the elite defensive linemen that the NFL has. Yeah, I mean, and it's... The Chargers did a few years ago in the playoffs. They were showing replays, and honestly, their receivers were open at times. He's missing receivers. He's, He's throwing not a good behind thrower. guys. Even the touchdown He's he had, the thrower. safety for the Chiefs was kind of falling down. We're even saying, like, if he jumps, that might be a pick. Yeah. yeah. But that's not a good oh, pass. Oh, yeah. Not that at Boyle all. touchdown yeah. was not a great oh, pass. No, he missed him bad. He, he needs to throw that ball high, so Boyle is jumping oh, way I, over when, that corner. When, when I saw that that throw, um, it, was a, it was a deep ball where it almost got picked. Yeah. Um, the receiver had four or five yards at one point in the throw. If you lead him, you send a oh, nice Holly, ball yeah, downfield. The Hollywood Brown one, Sneed almost picked that. Rookie yeah. out of Louisiana Tech is guarding Hollywood Brown. He was getting beat. And yeah. Lamar Jackson is not hitting him. No, they're just not. Throw. They're not as. I don't think the Ravens are as good as people anticipated them to be this year. I think they're, just, I think they're what they were last year. 
And there's a recipe for them to get beat. I think, I think they have a limitations. They're good on defense. Like Mahomes, you know, aside, they do do a good job. They, you know, stifle. They definitely beat the shit out of the Texans the week before. Um, and, and he's he, Lamar's zero and three against this Andy Reid Chiefs team. Yeah, so. and I think it was better coaching, better game planning by the Chiefs and Andy Reid. And I just think you know the Bill Belichick's of the world and um, some of the better coaches in the league are definitely going to have uh, a good yeah, chance yeah. of beating yeah. the Ravens, even with a team that's maybe not be as good as them. I yep. agree. I agree. That was um, that was a very eye-opening game for some people. Mm-hmm. For me, I was kind of like, okay, like, yeah. Any other I'm team? So any other teams that you kind of thought eye-opening besides the Falcons going zero and three again? Eye-opening for as far as um, what? What is your eye-opening here, team? I'll give, it, I'll give another eye-opening team: the 49ers beating the shit out of the Giants with our entire starting lineup out. I'm sorry, as always. I'm that's just Shanahan. The, yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. That was my point yeah, last week. I'm always see why, with Shanahan. See why shit on the Niners last week. It was the Giants, but still <laughs> at, at some point. Yeah, but you still were like shitting on us. That yeah, they're not making we have no chance. They're probably in third place in the division still. The entire NFC. Okay, a side note: the NFC West is crazy. By the way, yeah, that's why that was one of my parts. Eye opening. Okay, 49ers are good. Is my point. Okay, Cardinals uh, beat us. Awesome, great, but we're still a very good team. We had. You know, 12 starters out on both sides of the ball combined, and we still beat the shit out of the Giants. Okay, moving on. Cardinals losing to the Lions. Okay. Yeah. Trap game. game, or is that eye opening? Trap trap game to me. Yeah. yeah. So um, you still think the Cardinals are real still? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sold on the line. I think the Lions are better than than people think. Um, I think it's both. They should I think, be two I, and one. Yeah, I think they're capable. They should be two and I think one. DeAndre capable. Swift doesn't drop that ball. They're, they're the Lions, the Lions are better than people think. And I said on the podcast last week, the Cardinals aren't as good as people think. They are a good team. They have Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Think, they can overwhelm, and he can run the ball and do a good things. But I do think they are beatable. There's a recipe to beat them as well. Murray so. had a three-pick game, and I don't think he'll ever have another one in his career. He was throwing the ball behind DeAndre Hopkins a lot. Throwing Hopkins was open I, a I lot. I think the alarming thing to me is they And then he got a Cuda. They, for that play on the fourth down, he was got he got he had a little spat yeah. with the uh, what's uh, his name, a uh, pretty boy Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff. Kingsbury. So they got a little spat. That was a little alarming yeah. to me. My surprise this weekend would probably be Tennessee getting down to a Viking team that we all think is still talented in a Zimmer defense and coming back and winning that game in a fashion they don't normally play yeah. in a shootout. Winning 31-30. and Goskowski smacking field goals all over the board. Tannehill once again. Playing he's to playing, his contract. He's playing, he's playing really good. I mean, they're they're the real deal. They can beat yeah. you in a lot of different ways. They can smash you in the mouth, and they just prove they can shoot out with you. My my o- not a good opener. secondary for the Vikings. Yeah. Is Tannehill that good? I, I don't know. My, my o- eye opener, real quick. I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Is the Vikings should not be 0 three. No, um, they're a playoff team who had a playoff win against a Saints team. They, I know we we could talk about the corners all day long. We could talk about losing digs. But you know, you know, I I hate my Vikings, but they are better than better than three. Agreed. Yeah. So that's my. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's my <laughs> eye opening team as well. Did you hear that comment? Yes. He said, "So are the Falcons. <laughs> they should not move be on. Three. They should not <laughs> be on." You're right. They, you know what? You are right. They shouldn't be on three, but they are, and they deserve to be. Honestly, they deserve to shout be. Shout out to Evan real quick. He's literally in a tank for Lawrence mood already. Wow. Vikings? Yes. It's not a bad call. Oh, so no, that's, that's, yeah, that would ruin your life. With no, I, I told him, I said, I'd be on the flip side of what you've been on the last 20 years. That's true. All which right. is crazy. All right, so let's get into week four. Let's get into the competition. Um, we have some really interesting, tough matchups this week. Um, 
like we said, we went over the point standing. This is a kind of a make or break a week for B if he wants to get first place. No, it's a long season. So. All right. <laughs> All right. B just needs to catch some ground. All yeah. right. So, um, game one, we'll start with you, Mac. We have Patriots at Chiefs. Ooh. Who are you going with? Chiefs. Short and simple. Okay. Chiefs. <laughs> they have too much. They have too much star power. I think they'll hang with them in the first half, but Cam Newton's going to have to throw the ball a lot, a lot. Okay, Morgan. It's Chiefs. It's Chiefs minus seven. I actually like the Patriots to cover that. I think it'll be closer than people think, but I do think the Chiefs win. I'm with you there. I think it's closer than people think, but I'm with Mac. They pull away late. I got Chiefs. Uh, sweet. I'm not ever going against the Chiefs rest of the season. Yeah, don't, don't try to mix this up to win points. You just yeah. you, need, you need points. I, I, went, I tried to go Ravens to get another three to one, there. but you were with me. So I'm not so doing you, this again. So you both I'm going to get my points. I'm right. going to get my points. Next we got Steelers at Titans. The Titans had three players test positive for COVID that game. Um, it's still on as of now. They're saying Monday yeah, they might night. push it back to Monday. Monday night. Right? Hey, more games for me to watch on Monday. I Let's know. get it. Beautiful. Um, I love doubleheader Monday nights. Yeah. The interesting part about this is Titans aren't going to be able to practice all week. No practice time for them. Everything's going to be virtual. I don't think that's as big a deal this part into the season. You have already played three yeah. games. You know if they were playing do. anyone else, you would think it was a big deal. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> serious. I'm, if, it, if it was an offense that was – you know, Chiefs or Ravens or a, really a team you really truly need to game plan against that has a dynamic quarterback, I think it would make a bigger difference. See, I don't. Because Steelers are not as dynamic as a lot of other offenses. Well, your, pra- your practice quarterback trying to be Patrick Mahomes is going to make a big difference. You still difference need to get your defense ready, dude. I, I, Come on. You can do that virtually. I think it's okay. I think, uh, I think it's against okay. Against the Chiefs offense? Come okay, on. Okay, let's get your picks in then. Uh, Steelers, just going to reference like everyone's been referencing, that front seven. Um, s- slow down Henry and I think you have a chance uh, I obviously would think differently maybe with a different vibe of the week but I'll take Steelers COVID no COVID I still have Steelers regardless I think they're going to shut down Henry um, Henry's going to get a billion carries he might have a couple yards great I think um, the secondary for the Steelers step up this week and shut down Tannehill yeah I have the Steelers as well. I think the front seven is going to be too much. Uh, Henry's obviously Henry's good, but he hasn't really been having those big breakaway Besides runs last week. He had two touchdowns. In he had a billion time. carries. That's he had a point. billion carries. True, no, he's not, I mean, he's he's not breaking run of the away. Year is he's not yards. breaking away. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's right. a one no, yard right. That's what I'm sitting you're, on. You're right. Yeah. It's Tannehill's going to be forced to throw the ball. If they are going to beat the Steelers, it's going to be in there. I'm taking Titans, obviously. Yeah. So, um, but my thing just is, a I just bag. think, just a shit I just, bag. Well, I just don't think the Steelers have really. I mean, <laughs> they haven't played three and zero when he picks against them every week. The Titans are three and zero. Titans so, suck. barely, <laughs> <laughs> fucking barely. Okay, Jeff Driscoll and <laughs> guy. He actually guy. got benched. Hey, we're getting recipe for the first. Uh, really they're going to play their, for the first they're, time. They're going to play their third string quarterback. Yeah, they're playing no, Ripken. Ripken yeah. over Blake. Yeah, yeah playing Ripken. I throw Blake in Thursday night. Is that my half a week with the playbook? I think the Titans. I think the Titans here. Like I said, they're proving a lot to me. They can win a lot of different ways. Um, I think the Steelers look okay. I don't know if they look great yet. Big Ben um, doesn't look good. And I think the defense you can score on. Deshaun scored some points on them. They got little. They got like tight around the red zone, um, but their receivers were winning battles. Fuller had an absolute field day against Pittsburgh this last weekend. 
So, and, you know, with those receivers for the Titans, I will say AJ Brown's probably going to play. Blown. I will say that. He might play. D-Watt moving out of the pocket. That's the Steelers' kryptonite. I, I've been saying that since the beginning of the yeah, year. Ten, I don't like mobile do quarterbacks. Exactly. Tenel sucks. Yeah, right. I don't like mobile Tenel quarterbacks sucks. against the Steelers. <laughs> Our pass rush is too just like diehard. We're getting to the quarterback. He's going to flush out of the pocket and move. So I'm That's a lone, our kryptonite. I'm a lone wolf. Lone wolf. Yeah. So, Congrats. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Make or break. Take it. Um, next, we got a battle of the 0-3s. we got Texans against the Vikings. Um, Are these the best 0-3 teams we've ever seen? Ever? Or, no. no, I mean, Not this year. Ever, this year. Like, yeah. I think they're the top, top of the. Top. All right, next game, we got Texans against the Vikings, both 0 3. Um, Kimora, who you got? <laughs> I got Texans at home. Okay. I got Texans at home. I think D Watt's little dynamic. I think they've had a really, really tough schedule. Uh, Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, all either teams that are going to blow you up with points or are going to stifle you with defense, which the Steelers did. I think the Texans can move around. I do think the Vikings are better than 0-3. I think they unfortunately go to 0-4. But I think the Texans have a better shot of winning the division, and they pick it up here. Uh, Mac. Yeah, I got the Texans as well. Okay. I think uh, I think that uh, the defensive front for the Texans is no joke. I think they're pretty good. They still have J.J. Watt. Yeah, I That's think they're pretty good. They still I, have I think Watt. they could uh, shut down Dalvin Cook a little bit. I don't trust Kirk Cousins throwing the ball at all. So, yeah, I'm taking Texans. B. Vikings in a shootout. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the Texans had the four toughest games you could start a season with. Exactly. Um, And I I think they start 0-4. I I think Adam Thielen is going to feast on this team. I I disagree with Mac, and I think Cook's going to feast on this team. (laughs) I think they put up 30-plus, and they finally... Oh, get no. a win. Oh, I love oh. the over. Yeah. Oh, give me the over. Oh, I love the over. And, yeah, you, everyone knows, everyone who listens to podcasts, fuck Kirk Cousins. <laughs> but the Jet, Justin the Jet, Jet oh, is 175. Seven, I'm surprised you didn't say that, big nuts. <laughs> most, but, most since rookie Moss. Yeah, I think I think the Jet, D-Lynn, and Cook fucking roast this Texans team. Waiver wire. I'm going with B. I got the Vikings. Split. I got the Vikings on this one. Um, Damn. Yeah, kind of same thing. I, I think this is going to match into uh, K. Morgan's bolts. I think Bill O'Brien's on the chopping block after this one. Thank you. This could put me in last so. and K. Morgan second. Yeah, I'm, or, s- I'm still in a better spot than your <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> Arizona, um, baby. All right, so we're split on that game. Next game, we have the Colts at the Bears. The Bears are undefeated, 3-0. Colts in 2-1. Uh, I'll start. I'm taking the Colts. I don't need to explain it. <laughs> wow. Doesn't need to explain it. Uh, I'm also taking the Colts. I'll explain it. Their defense is finding a rhythm. Rivers is not throwing 50 times. He's throwing 20. So that's perfect game plan. I, I like the Colts in uh, and the under, too. I, I kind of love the under in that game. Get more? I want to say Colts, <laughs> but I'm going with the Bears. Oh. <laughs> This is a big Bears, and I called them out last week for being fake, um, because truly I didn't. I it's Mitch Trubisky, and I didn't think he's real at all. Yeah, no. Um, I, Nick Foles at quarterback now. He looked fucking Matt, great. Nagy made the best decision. He threw the shit out of the ball. He threw the shit out of the ball. I mean, he benched a Mitch Trubisky, who's one two two. He was two and zero oh as a starter it was this year. That kind of win. Yeah, so with good really wins. good fourth quarters. I think I think this is something he's wanted to do all season. But he gave the respect to Trubisky. I think it's the right move. I think the Bears get it done against the Colts. I don't think Rivers passing the ball 
is going to get it done against the Bears. Mac? I have Bears as well. Holy I Bears as well, baby. Mac is ready for a comeback. Yep. I got I the Bears as well. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm locked is, in. Yeah. Mac locked is in. ready for a comeback. Mac is as well. Be, be this is a big separation week for yeah. Mac and B. <laughs> Mac and B. And me, me and K. Moore, it's a big separation true, week. True. I think this is the week. Imagine if the Bears get blown out. And Trubisky is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Stop. It ruined that locker room a little bit. It would. Then they just decide to tank. They have yeah. to. They have no... Oh, yeah. no. If they if they get blown out, that's an absolute rep for the I th- locker I think room presence. Yeah. I think their, lock, their luck kind of runs out. I think the Colts kind of take it to them. JT has a good day. Um, okay, last game we're going to go through. Uh, the Bills at the Raiders. Um, we'll start with you, Matt. So I'll one. take the Bills. Okay. I'll the take the bills. Head. That yeah. The bills. <laughs> yeah, that was off the top of the <laughs> no dome. game plan. Um, That's why he's I don't think the, the, I don't think the Raiders. I think the Raiders got picked apart by Bill Belichick. Yeah. I don't think that they're necessarily fake. I still think that they're they're going to have a great year. I have them as as my wild card pick. Okay. Um, but Josh Allen's going to be aggressive. I think he's going to throw for a billion. Going to stay hot. See why? I'm going to take the Bills. I think it's a close game. Um, I usually don't like taking teams off an emotional win, but I think they're the better team, and I ride with the Bills. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I got, I got Bills. Uh, we talked a lot about the Bills already. Uh, Josh Allen's very real. He'll win that game. Yeah. Okay, Mark. The Raiders! Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I have the Raiders. I do. I still think they're a good football team. Um, I said it before. I like the Bills. I think they're real. I think the Raiders are real, too. Um, they're at home, and I think that the Bills' defense, like I said, they're not as physical as they were last season. Yeah. They have a good front. I think Jacobs in their front. Um, Brown, Trent Brown's healthy. The right tackle position, they're going to – you know, be really aggressive running the ball, and I think Waller wins a lot of one-on-one matchups with their safeties, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. What do we got on Micah Hyde? Is he healthy? He did go down last week. He did week, go yeah. down, but I don't know the extent of that injury. Smoke show white. This is an interesting week. Interesting. This is a big week. All right, interesting so let's, week. let's get into our locks. Um, B, we'll start with you. Who's your lock of the week? Uh, my lock of the week is um, I, I already issued my apology, but I'm going to issue it one more time. As my lock of the week is the L.A. Rams. Um, they will beat the crap out of the Giants. <laughs> I am going to also take the Rams as my lock of the week. I am also going to take the Rams. No. As the lock I'm of also taking the Rams. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, guys, come on. Yeah, yeah really. Come on. All right, so we're on the Rams. That's Don't the only point there. It's the biggest pick to make. It's the one that makes sense for all of us. <laughs> yeah. it's, that's also going to be my suicide pick this week. Yeah. If um, anyone's falling okay. along with suicide. All right. Who is um, upset of the week? We'll start with you, K. Moore. My upset of the week is going to be Lions over Saints. Mm. Um, Saints, they are still scoring some points. They looked better last week against the Packers than they did against the Raiders the week one uh, week before. And your running back catches the ball ten times. Yeah, Kamara's good. I just think, I just I think the Lions are they're hitting their stride. They're better. They coming off a big win against the Cardinals. They are at home, and I think Stafford getting Galladay last week was big. And that Saints secondary is not as good as everyone thought. And, okay. and Michael Thomas is still out and or questionable at this point. Okay. Matt? I'm taking Cleveland. That's actually a decent Ooh, pick. Cleveland over the Cowboys. Over the Cowboys. Over the Cowboys. It's a decent yeah. Pick. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with two fresh backs all the time. Hey, if point. they stick with that same game plan and keep the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands, you remember majority last of the game? week when you picked the Giants over the Niners? I said that, that was fucking stupid. 
I'm going to say, that was fucking stupid again. <laughs> last place. <laughs> I am the last place. place. Yeah, no, it says true. Last place. I'll eat that one. Fair. I'll eat that one. I'm with K Moore. I have Lions. Nice. Oh. Uh, he mentioned it. Galladay coming back was huge for Stafford. Um, there was not great choices this week as far as our, tough, our upsets were concerned. Week. It was a tough, it was a tough week. I was between that and a um, Sunday night football win for the Eagles, but I just yeah, they're right. so bad <laughs> that I'm not picking them ever, I don't think. So and I, I got, see why. I got Lions. They were impressive last week, and the Saints are not impressive? I don't know. I'm, I don't know where I am on them. I'm Me going, neither. I'm going against everything I've been saying the whole episode. I don't know why I'm doing it. Okay. I, I'm i either going to look like a complete idiot or I'm going to look like a genius. But <laughs> I'm taking the fucking Dolphins, dude. Complete idiot. Dolphins against the Seahawks. <laughs> I think Russ has that game where he plays in the hot weather across the country and lays an egg and fits magic. Has a long week of rest. I think the Dolphins can Disregard my comment to Mac and send it to you. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I, it's one of those things that won't make sense. Okay. If it happens, it won't make sense. And it'd be like, Russell Wilson had that one game. Kind of like the Lions beating the Cardinals last week. It didn't make sense, game. but it happened. Turd game. Yeah. Just um, flat-footed, everybody, yeah. yeah. I, I, okay. I don't know why, but that one was it was a tough week. It, it is said. interesting. It's only Seahawks six and a half. So that is interesting. That's, interesting. Interesting. That's got to be on the flight. <laughs> That's that is strictly on the flight across the country line. alone. All right, so those are our picks. Um, now it's time for B. Ramick's fantasy segment. Um, Thursday night preview. He had a bad call on Minshew. Uh, Chark didn't play. Uh, Getsky with had a touchdown. Again, no one really cared about this game. Uh, this week it's Broncos Jets. Again, literally, who cares? Rough, rough, rough back-to-back oh, Thursday night games. Whoever guys. loses, coach gets fired, right? Of this Ooh. game? Yeah, Fangio or Gase. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's tough. Immediately? Right. Maybe, Four yeah. Four weeks in, that's that's tough. The game's in New York. Um, for the Broncos, B. Ramick has Melvin Gorman for 80 total yards and two touchdowns. Big game for him. Uh, Judy might be a sneaky play. Uh, five to seven receptions for between 50 and 80 yards. That's a huge gap, B. Ramick. Uh, and a touchdown. Um, he says don't play any Jets. Gase needs to be fired. Uh, so he agrees. Fire him. Um, nice. His, Recap of week three, uh, clear eyes, full heart, can't lose players. Remember, these were the players that he said were obvious starters. Every, he had a good every, week, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, he had Kyler Murray, kind of disappointing. He still had 23 points, 270 passing yards. I mean, if he took his interceptions away, he hits his, he hits his number. Akuda, baby. Two touchdowns, three picks, one rushing touchdown. He said between 20 and 35 points, so he wasn't too far off. Uh, he had Austin Eckler, who had a 143 in a touchdown. He called 100 in a touch, uh, 20 fantasy po- football points. Uh, Allen Robinson, he said six catches, 32 yards in a he touchdown. Did he went the fuck off. He had, 10, he had 10 receptions for 123 in a touchdown, 18 fantasy points. Uh, he had Drew Sample, uh, bad call. He only had one reception for one yard. That was That's terrible. a terrible call. Uh, he had the Chargers <laughs> defense, who had two sacks, four points. Fantasy yeah. football, not great. not great. Notable start was Colts defense, two sacks, three interceptions, one safety, two touchdowns. 34 fantasy Ooh. points on Mac for Ooh. Ryan Fleming had it. Yeah. Um, so let's get into his week four, <laughs> yeah. his players that yeah. he has. Um, his quarterback, he has Jared Goff. He has him going for a 303. It's the Giants, and uh, Sean McVay is not going to lose two games in a row. No. Uh, Goff's been playing good, and this is game. He'll keep his confidence up um, before he gets into tougher future matchups. Uh, anyone else have a quarterback they like this week? I'm with I'm with B. Yeah. Ramon. Goff is a really good pick. Um, his running back he has is Dalvin Cook. Uh, Cook's coming off a great game. And he thinks he's going to have uh, another big game against the soft Texans. Rundy, prediction 145, two touchdowns. Uh, fire butt chat. 
Butchin O'Brien is his hashtag. We'll get that going. Butchin O'Brien. Butchin O'Brien. He's starting a hashtag now. Fire him. Uh, his He's notable start is Kenyon Drake. He predicts 120 and a touch. We've been waiting for Kenyon Drake to do something, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've been waiting. I called it last week. He didn't do anything. He's not doing much, but is this the week he finally Mixon? needs to go? Mixon's going to have a good week. We're not waiting We're not <laughs> waiting for Mixon anymore. Um, receiver, he has Will Fuller. Will Fuller had a good game last week. Yeah. Uh, this will be one of those big games for Fuller before he blows out his hammy. He says prediction, eight receptions, 123 and two touches. Um, tight end, he has Ertz. Godert will be out for a while, and Ertz gets a chance to put up those numbers and hopefully get that new contract. His prediction, seven receptions, 89 yards and a touch. Wentz loves them. They targeted him a ton of times last week. Uh, in defense, he has a Ravens D. Um, he thinks they're good. Washington football team is bad. Three sacks to interception. Haskins sucks. So <laughs> that is B. Ramix. Uh, so hard. Can't lose. Emotional. Players of the week and his recap of last week. Fantasy-wise, 3-0. Congrats. Congratulations. Um, Mac is on 3. Yeah, I've had some tough decisions. <laughs> I've had some tough some tough decisions in the first three weeks. Uh, okay, I, I got my first win. Mac, Mac had Mike Evans, who went for two catches. Two yards and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, that's brutal. Unreal. That's insane. Unreal. That's brutal. Yeah, it's a good um, fantasy day though. It yeah, it's a good fantasy day. <laughs> B got on the board with the win. Uh, yeah, I needed twenty five points. Um, going into Monday Night Football, I, I have Pat Mahomes, and he, he got, got it at halftime. You could have had anyone on the Chiefs' <laughs> offense. And he might have won. He threw a touchdown to a tackle. <laughs> he threw and a fullback. Tackle, fullback, Hardman, Tyreek Hill. Kittle went for like 80 the entire Kelsey. offense. Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey. Yeah, Sorry. but he gets everybody involved. Yep. No, so you got me at halftime. Last, Good win. last thing I want to comment on fantasy before we move on. B. Ramick and I had a trade go down this week. I want to get some viewers inside on what they thought of the trade. But uh, after you lost your bet. Yeah, I did lose to him this week. You he had Dak, who yeah. went berserk. I still had a great week. I had over 100 in standard league, and so did he. But he had yeah. Dak, who went crazy. But um, trade. I traded away Josh Jacobs and Keenan Allen and received Joe Mixon and Julio Jones. Now, what are the thoughts from the group on this trade? Fair trade. I think it's solid fair, trade. I think it's solid for both. I think it can help both your guys' teams just new surroundings for both those guys to kind of blow up. I, I think it was bad for, trade. For uh, who? You. I, I think it was wow. a bad trade for B. Ramick. No. Yeah. That's I'm what not I'm saying. It's fair. I think I'm not, you can look at yeah, it. I'm not seeing a lot. Joe Mixon a lot out of is Josh literally Jacobs. terrible. He's, yeah, but he's uh, going to get his done. touches. He's, he's going to get his touches. Joe Mixon, he's, he's so bad. He's, get his touches. he's had a tough week. Oh, that's this is that's not obvious. a PPR league. He's not getting it done. Okay, he's, he, gonna be he's having a tough three, three weeks. He is. He. I mean, I hope he, he had over thousand yards last week. I think not. he's ready. He's due. He's due. There's. I totally believe in players being due. He is due to do well. You. I'm banking on that. You traded a top four running back. Yeah. Um, and a top fifteen, top twenty wide receiver in Keenan Allen, who finally. It's starting to show. Starting Fine, to show. But yeah, but before so his you, first you two games really, were not You really great. sold the, the big week by Keenan to get Julio, which has not produced. Yeah. So it, He's it's also a long season. And a you long have season. A, you, I mean, you have a team to, especially with guys like Mixon and Julio, if they if they find it somehow, which are their superstars to find it, yeah. you have a team that can go away, in my opinion. No, I'm definitely absolutely built to do it now. If yeah. you look at my lineup, my, my quarterback play is – you know, not the best right now, but I have Breeze and Stafford both put up 20-plus this week, still solid weeks. Beyond that, we've got Mixon now. We also have James Conner, and then my receivers are absolutely loaded. I have Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, and Julio Jones, who all— That's, that's nuts. And I, I think your weakest 
in that whole lineup would be Connor. Connor, but Who's, then my tight end is Hawkinson. Yeah. Melvin Gordon. So I have I mean, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So I still have a solid trade you, to make you there. A, I think that was for a good a trade quarterback for quarterback or a tight end that I have a little bit of flex. Yeah. You have a team to make a run. I have an absolute team to make a run. Yeah. But B. Ramick on the other side has a great team now, too. He's got Josh Jacobs. He still has Allen Robinson and Robert Woods. Yeah. And so Dak. I, and Dak. Yeah. So I think it's a good trade for both yeah, parties. I, that, I like where I'm at, though. I, I like – there's two sides of the ball here. I think – B. Ramick is looking for points right now, and I think Kevin is banking on more of they're going to catch fire. I need Julio to get healthy, yeah. and I need Mixon to start yeah. going I think that's, that's a difference. That's yeah. a difference. All right, so that's our NFL wrap-up for the week. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. We're on the different side of a lot of picks this Big week. swing. So we'll get into it. All right, so time for college football game picks and highlights from last week. Um, so... Let's start with uh, last week. What do you got on the games last week with SEC? We had two huge upsets. Um, Crazy upsets. So um, college football, obviously another phenomenal week. Was really excited to get the SEC back. Um, Some huge matchups, Cincinnati Army as well. Uh, But really the upsets are the story of the week. So um, number six, LSU going down against Mississippi State. Um, Mike Leach. So that was me smacking my head. Yeah, that's B hammering his face against his mic. Um, B obviously had um, LSU having a good season. He also had Miles Brennan um, having a breakout season for LSU. Um, I think that's kind of blown. If you you go to (laughs) – yeah, especially in a season like this, going down week one, getting sacked seven, eight times. Um, He didn't look terrible, but they – but you got to remember the Joe Burrow effect on the – you know – on this college football team is you went into shoes that were not filled you in it and losing to you know mike leach and mississippi state is bad so there's two factors yeah there's two factors in the game one lsu they lost i think what is it something like 19 starters from the season before so obviously this is a different lsu team quarterback obviously number one overall pick you had the running back first rounder um, you had a corner that went um, second round to the Titans. Linebacker first Linebacker rounder. first rounder. I mean, Del Pitt went second round. Justin the, Jefferson It's went a completely yeah. new team. So, obviously, there is a lot of depth problems at LSU now. Um, Stingley was out. Jamar Chase opted out. Yeah. So, a lot of problems for LSU. Yeah, they're two best players not playing. Yeah. So, um, Stingley, you know, sickness, and then, obviously, Jamar Chase opting out for COVID slash NFL. Um, the flip side of that. You know, Mike Leach, LSU or Mississippi State, and KJ Costello. So Mike Leach coming over from Washington State, bringing over the air raid, grad transfer, KJ Costello coming out of Santa Margarita, SoCal guy, um, broke the SEC record for passing yards in a game, gets 692, I believe. Just yeah, absolutely went, went absolutely crazy. crazy. I mean, you love to see it. Um, he transferred over from Stanford. He had a great season at Stanford for the prior two years. Uh, last year, he unfortunately was injured, so he couldn't play. But this year, I mean, off to a phenomenal start for Mississippi State. So I think Mississippi State, KJ Costello, definitely a team to watch out for in the SEC now, given that. And, and LSU on the flip side. What's our perception? Where do we? How do we think they finish now after that big loss? They'll bounce back. They'll be fine. I think okay. they need some experience I, under the belt. Yeah, yeah I, I think agree. they'll lose three games. Um, I still think they're a good football team. So maybe they're a lower ranked top twenty-five. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think they they got hurt with the fact they didn't get to play a whipping board, kind of get their feet under them early on. And that's what the SEC loves. Yeah, they do. So I think that hurt <laughs> them a lot. Um, they'll be fine. Okay. So, but. Don't take anything away from Mississippi State, guys. KJ Costello went crazy. Mike Leach, air raid offense. I think that team is built to make a splash in the SEC now. Uh, moving forward, um, 
Other huge upset, Oklahoma going down. Number three to Kansas State, unranked. Boomer. Sooner. God, guys, I mean, Spencer Rattler, Heisman blown. Dumps. Oklahoma, playoff they're, they're blown. They're done. Yeah, they're, they're effectively done. LSU and yeah. Oklahoma are done. They're so, both done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any comment on Oklahoma, guys? I mean, their Big 12 chances. I mean, they're, they're still alive the, in the Big 12. The first half, I was, like, so impressed with Rattler we get in the car. Yeah, we go. We drive down to San Diego and watch on our phone, and we're like, "Holy shit, they're an absolute only, disaster." They're piece up three. After that. <laughs> they're they're up three points. What the fuck is yeah. going on? And but again, guys, they lost to Kansas State last year too. We talked about this. They they put up that game against Kansas State or against Oklahoma last year, and they did it again. Yeah, I mean, did it again. Yeah, I think same thing. I think Oklahoma needed a few more games under the belt. They rolled week one. I think. They just didn't get enough time to get Rattler his feet under him. I don't know. And here's the difference with college football this year compared to the seasons before is you can lose that one game to Kansas State and still make a playoff run early in the season. This year, it's nope, you're no, not. You yeah. This year, nope. you're not. Because guess yeah. what? Cincinnati is beating teams impressively. Yeah. You know, Cincinnati's going to be an outside power five that might make that run over an Oklahoma team that loses to Kansas State. Yeah. So I think this is a completely different year. And it, with a, you know, schedule that only has eight to ten games yeah. and then you know you have notre dame who might go undefeated and then lose to clemson make an argument too oklahoma losing to kansas state is a bad look no it's, well and i think that's a, not good i, I think, think that's a done. testament to the 12th man i think that teams that play whistle to whistle this year are going to get it done more often than not i think that if you play in a stadium where you're getting blown out by oklahoma in the first half the fan base is going to carry you through the second half. They're just going to make it very miserable for you to play that second half. And I think that teams that go whistle to whistle like that are just going to get it done. And they did. They came yep. back because Oklahoma did have a couple points on them early. Yep. But give, give a shout out to Kansas State for playing hard all the way through. Yep. So yep. that's big. Um, obviously, Spencer Rattler, maybe not as real as we actually thought. So, oh, yeah, and again, a lot of people are saying like, is this just the same Oklahoma team? I mean, they go to the playoff almost every other year with and a, with a great quarterback, with a great quarterback and they get blown out by, you know, who is it? Georgia. Well, Georgia, the Baker Mayfield Georgia game was legit. It was Not taking really anything. good. No, but last really year they got game. completely overmanned against Joe Burrow and LSU. Uh, it was so like is this, is this, you know, Joe Oklahoma, is this showing Oklahoma truly is not a top four program in the country? And is the Big 12 not, you know, a great conference? You always get in those conversations where they don't play any defense. Yeah. So um, It's a tough loss. It's a tough loss, especially for Oklahoma because yeah. they're – it's like they're there, but they're not. Yeah. So yeah. Um, moving forward, Georgia, big things in Georgia. Didn't look as impressive against Arkansas State. Um, Arkansas State actually covered 27.5 points. Um, they still beat them by 27. So Georgia's defense obviously still looks great. Offense was not as impressive. They started a freshman quarterback who they looked better um, in the second half. They looked, of course, they looked better in the yeah. second half. They benched their freshman quarterback. They played um, another like redshirt sophomore who came in later in the game looked okay. Um, but good news for Georgia coming out of Georgia this week. JT Daniels is going to be cleared to play transfer out of USC Big. from Wrap modern up your day. Fucking shoes because yeah. here we go. Because guess what? <laughs> ready. Oh, ready to no, play. He's coming out with a mission. Because guess what? They're playing. They're playing Auburn this week. Woo! Yeah. So JT again. Yeah. Yeah. Again, they're I, playing. I, I will say he's going to struggle the first half of that game. He hasn't played in a year and a half. Yeah. He's going he's to have to adjust the pace yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. He he will struggle um, if. Auburn shuts down Zamir White. If Zamir White could just run rapid, then he's going to be fine. He's going to be chilling. Right, and I think that's 
you know, the quarterback they played last week, he's not as dynamic as JT Daniels is throwing the football. He's a little more dual threat. He's going to run the ball. He doesn't have that presence, and he's not going to read defense as well as JT Daniels does. Um, they're playing number seven, Auburn. So Auburn coming off a big win against Kentucky. Um, it was close the entire game until, until basically the, quarter, yeah. the last minutes of the game. If you follow us on um, social media, you saw me um, motherfuck in the car because I was so frustrated with Kentucky throwing a pick at late in the game to blow one of my bets. So who do we got in this game? Georgia minus six and a half. You want to get into it? Yeah, um, let's get into this game. <laughs> I have Georgia. I have Georgia, and I like the under in this game as well. Um, like I said, I think I do think JT Daniels doesn't play a phenomenal game, flawless. I do think there's going to be some hiccups here and there. I Like I've said it before, I don't think Auburn is that impressive. They truly almost lost to Kentucky. Kentucky had a lot of opportunities to win. Kentucky was winning in that game in numerous situations. I think Georgia defense, defensively is better than a lot of teams in the SEC. They're going to carry them this year and get them the win. Yeah, me and Cody uh, picked Georgia. We were really high on them mm-hmm. in our preseason review, but um, they they got to find a way to run the ball, or I, I do think uh, Daniels, I have a rough week one for him. Kind of, he hasn't played any year and a half. So, Zamir White could, is my X factor here. Okay. They get him. They gotta run the ball. They gotta run the ball. I like Zamir White to to explode, and I like Georgia to actually cover the six, six and, a half. and a half. I like Georgia to cover as well. Yeah, I'll take Georgia as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a solid game. It's going to be a big make or break for the SEC. Um, if Georgia wins, is Georgia back? Uh, I don't. They need a few more weeks. Okay, you're not sold. Well, yeah. Even if they beat number seven Auburn, not sold. I think Auburn's fake as fuck. So I agree. So, but <laughs> I, I don't. But I think we all need to agree I, that it's still a few few more weeks. The Arkansas game was not super impressive, correct? No, I didn't think none so of either. us were impressed. Yeah. I didn't think so either. Because okay. Arkansas is probably the worst team in the They're, SEC. Ah, Felipe Franks is. He did okay, but. Arkansas covered. So, yeah. So, so moving forward, we all we all like Georgia in this game. Uh, we are, we're out on Bo Nix Auburn. Gus yeah. Malzahn. But yeah. moving forward, all right. Other biggest game of the week: number thirteen Texas A and M at number two Bama. Bama is a favorite minus sixteen and a half. Um, coming off a couple big wins for both teams, um, Bama playing Missouri. Bama rightfully won that game, no problem. Missouri ended up covering on a last second touchdown. Um, Texas A&M had a tougher time with Vanderbilt than a lot of people expected. They they won 17, like 10. It was a very close ball game. Um, A lot of people had Texas A&M to blow them out. I have Texas A&M, or I had Texas A&M to be a team that I thought was going to really kind of make a splash in the SEC this year. So um, anyone, any comments on this game? I think Harris runs all over them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think they they were embarrassing last week. is going to run all over them. Barely getting out of Andy. So 16 and and a half. Yeah. I think it's 27 and a half. Honestly, I think they are embarrassing last week. Yeah. 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 I think so. CYZN. Yeah. I had Kellen Mond be possibly Heisman. It's not gonna happen. Wow. <laughs> okay. Happen. Yeah. I, rolls. Roll Bama. Harris though. Again for roll, me. Roll Todd. I I liked Texas A and M early in the season. I uh, Jimbo Fisher I think is turning around that program. Week one against Vanderbilt I think showed some things for me. I don't know if they're ready to compete yet due to that game. I actually do like them to still cover in this game though. Um, Bama gave up a lot of points to Missouri, so I think they can still have that potential to cover. Sixteen and a half is a lot of points against a team that still has a returning quarterback. So I still think they might cover in that game, but I do think Bama pulls out the win. 
All right. Um, those are the two biggest games, obviously. Um, last last game to recap and moving forward into the next week, USF for a spread I like. USF against number 15, Cincinnati. It's minus 21. So UC, USF got absolutely blown out by Notre Dame by like 50 points. Notre Dame literally didn't let them score a point. I think Cincinnati um, and Notre Dame are two comparable teams. I think they're both very physical, and I think Cincinnati covers the 21 points. Okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a big Cincinnati guy. Cincinnati came off a huge win against uh, Army. They gave up seven points off a fumble return on the first possession of the game. Auburn didn't score another touchdown. And uh, this is an Army team that, you know, they put up 35 nothing weeks prior. So, um, not like they're uh, – yeah, they run, you know, the triple option offense, but they were still putting up some decent points against some teams. So, yeah. I, I think I think Cincinnati's real. I think Cincinnati's a legit contender this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Cincy. Win me some money. A lot of points, but I do like I like it a lot. All right. Um, other spreads I like moving forward. North Carolina at Boston College. Uh, North Carolina is the favorite by 14 points. I like Boston Co- College to cover here. Okay. Um, they have a their head coach is a former Ohio State D coordinator. Um, they blew out Duke week one. They look good week two. Um, I like them to cover. I think they have, they have the transfer quarterback from Notre Dame the, starting for them this year, Jerkowicz, Phil Jerkowicz. Yeah. Um, I like them to cover. I think they're playing a lot more physical than they are in years prior, and um, I think they cover 14. I think because I think their defense can stop Sam Howell enough. I see. I'm not. I'm not with you. Uh, okay. I'm on the the Howell train. I was good. So I, I I don't have a lot of lot of info and and like for Boston College at all. I don't. Okay. If they're on, I won't watch them. Like but UNC though, UNC's ranked. They're you know they're up yeah. there. I'm Talk. on the North Carolina hype train. So you yeah. like Sam Howell? I'm on Sam Howell. I, I like Sam Howell. I think ass. they win the game. <laughs> Do you think it's a statement game? Yeah, I, Boston I think College he isn't bad. Legitimates himself okay. like as a Heisman top. Heisman contender. True, maybe more for his draft picks than anything. He's a sophomore, but maybe next year. Yeah. Okay. See why. Mac, anything? Well, I, I, I like North Carolina. I think they cover this. 14. Yeah, I think, I think okay. it is. I don't think it's like a huge margin, but I think they cover Okay. Yeah, I'm with B. I got nothing on Boston College. I'll take them to cover, though, if, if you're saying so. You got the hot streak. I'm, I'm hot on yeah, college football, Yeah, you're hot boys. on college football. Stay so, with right. it. Yep. Stay with it. No, All that's right. true. That's noticeable. I, I'm not good with college football spreads. Yeah. He is. He, I think, I think this, might, this next one might be the biggest lock, in my opinion. I got Arkansas at, at Mississippi State, minus 18. Mississippi State coming off a huge win at LSU. Um, 18 points. They're going to put up They're gonna put up 70 against Arkansas here. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't – unless Arkansas puts up 50 – this is going to cover. So yeah. I think this is an absolute lock. Put it in now before the spread goes up to 50. Yeah, it might. Yeah, it put might. put this bet in now. So I, yeah. I, like, yeah. I like KJ Costello mm-hmm. and Mike Leach to continue Impressive the air Impressive team offense. of the week. You're sticking with them. Stay yeah. stay with them. Yeah. Stay with them. I like it. All right. Uh, my last one that I like moving forward, Memphis at SMU. Memphis is favored by three. I like SMU to cover. Oh, I love that. You yeah. love that? I love SMU. Yeah. Uh, I love SMU. I'm riding with Bouchel, the quarterback for SMU, he, former Texas quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been at SMU for two years. The team puts up a lot of points. Um, they had a dogfight against Memphis last year. It's a good team still. Um, I really like SMU. I don't think the Mem- this Memphis team is nearly as good as they were the year before. They lost their head coach. They lost a lot of weapons. I like SMU to cover plus three. I might take that money line as well. Nice. I'll, I'll trust you there. Yeah, I'll trust nice. you there. See why? Yeah, I, like I said, I love SMU in this game. I, uh, Memphis is not – I had them under our wins, but obviously that's not going to happen now because total games are going to play. Um, SMU is – Bushels are good in the first couple of games. Um, I'll take SMU. Mac? 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with you. SMU to cover. Um, I think Memphis lost a lot of players this this past offseason. Um, it's showing, too. It's, yeah, it's showing. Yeah, yeah, it's showing. So, they did not look great against Middle Tennessee. Yeah. They barely covered against Middle Tennessee, and Middle Tennessee is getting actually rolled by some teams. Yeah, so, I'm with you um, there. That's the college football preview. Um, last note that I do have is Miami absolutely blowing out Florida State. You know, a big, a big conference game. Mike Norvell not there with Florida State due to COVID, but regardless, I don't think it mattered. I like where Miami's going. They have them ranked in the top 10 now. Um, again, do they compete with Clemson? Maybe not. Yeah. But they are a very, very good team, and I think they're going to be a team if you ride with them in the future. And I want to hear Cody's money. take on this. Uh, you were high on both of these teams going in. What do yeah. you got? Still high on Miami. Obviously, they're proving nothing to get me off them. Florida State, a little disappointing. I think Norvell's a bigger loss than people think early on because he's a new coach. He hasn't established a system yet. Yeah. He hasn't established his culture yet. Um, I like Norvell. I think they're going to be okay. They're not coming out of the gate as well as I thought they would, but um, I think they're going to be okay in the long run. Nice. Last game to watch out for. Pitt is playing NC State. Pitt's rolling through the ACC right now. They were one of my dark horse teams. Um, they just last week they beat Louisville. This was actually a really competitive game. Oh man, really competitive game. I know a lot of you guys like Louisville. I picked Pitt. You're welcome yeah. for the bets. Again, I'm on fire. Hot. <laughs> um, so ride with Pitt. I like Pitt to beat NC State. Um, the spread is pretty high in this game, however, and NC State actually looks pretty decent. They kind of got beat by Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech plays really good defense, but look for uh, both Pitt and Virginia Tech to compete in the ACC. So nice. um, that's the NCAA recap. Um, Saturdays are what we live for on the weekends. Sundays are average at this point. It's all about Saturdays <laughs> oh, and college games. Hey, we are not getting into it. <laughs> Here we go. It's We're just facts. It. It's, it's facts. not. It's not. No, no but hey, ride with Kate Mort's picks. All right, so time for our weekly gambling picks for the NFL. Um, if you've been rocking with me, I've been hot. Um, last week, I hit my straight bet with uh, KC plus the three and a half. They rolled last night. Uh, the parlay hit, uh, which I told you to lay three units on it. So if you did, uh, good for you. Bengals plus six and a half. Bucks minus six. Niners minus four and a half. Uh, that paid out. The teaser didn't hit because of uh, I lost one on that. I had the under in the in the Rams and Buffalo game. Um, other than that, I was three out of four. Flew over, yeah. too. I was three out of four on that one. So uh, this week, my straight bet, I'm giving uh, the Cardinals minus three and a half. I think they bounce back in a big way. I think the Cardinals take care of business. Um, only three and a half points against the Panthers. Um, I, I think they're going to win that game. Yeah, I think this is this is a bounce back game. They, they're going to find DeAndre deep. He's due for some touchdowns in this game. Kenyon Drake, again, needs to start going off for them. Um, my my teaser, uh, six-point teaser, four teams. Um, I like the over in the Pac- Packers-Falcons game. 57 right now, teased that to 51. I think both teams can put up points, um, and both defenses are allowing points to be scored. I like that right there. Um, Titans plus one and a half, teased that to seven and a half. Um, I actually picked them to win the game. So um, Titans plus seven and a half, I think, regardless, it's close. Um, yeah, that's definitely a close game. It's got to um, be. It's got to be. Yeah. This goes against everything I said on my upset, <laughs> but I'm going to tease the Seahawks to half a, half a point. Oh, it's six and a half. Tease it to half. So I think yeah. it's close. I think if they win the game, then the teaser hits. That's easy. I don't think it's close. I think it's an absolute walk. Um, and then I like the under in the Bucks and Chargers game. It's 44 and a half. Tease that to 50 and a half. 
I think um, that's a really good one. I think that that's game's going to go under. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the parlay, I kind of went out on a limb on this one. Um, oh boy, I have the over in the Browns Cowboys fifty five and a half. I think that's a shootout. I think that game, the Cowboys proven they can't play defense. Um, yeah. The Browns have proven they give up a lot of points. Proven they can put up points. So. And they can put up points. So yeah. I think 55 and a half. Um, I have the Saints minus four. I think they, they, they bounce back in that game. Straight up. Uh, yep, Saints minus four for the parlay. And then I have the Colts minus three. So it kind of goes with. It's going against a half. lot of picks. So, yeah. All right, um, all right. That's my uh, gambling okay. segment. Um, like I said, I hope you guys take it because they've been rocking. They've been winning. So, uh, time for the movie review with the film doctor. Um, we had Chad answer the trivia question. Chad, shout out from Washington. I mean, he's from Cali, but he lives in Washington. What yeah, I appreciate the love out in Washington, Chad. That's a good recap of the question and answer. Yeah, recap last week. We talked uh, We talked all things Bond. Daniel Craig Bond, um, OG Bond. Um, trivia question for the week was what was James Bond's famous martini that he orders the name of it correct answer was the Vesper Martini Chad we appreciate the love appreciate um, the Instagram follow and listen on the podcast appreciate the gaming that you do with some of the podcasters here dude that's my gaming guy (laughs) that's B's gaming guy so appreciate that what movie did Chad have for us Chad had a little bit of a wild card here he wanted us to review Memento so Memento is, um, for those of you who don't know, this is one of Christopher Nolan's first movies he's ever um, directed. He actually wrote this movie as well. Screenplay, yes. And it's based on the short story that his brother actually was in the process of writing. Okay, I saw that it was another Nolan. Yeah, Jonathan Nolan. So the backstory on how this movie was made was, again, this is Christopher Nolan's, I think, first studio movie. Really low budget still. Him and his brother... um, I think the story is Christopher Nolan flew to Chicago to meet with his brother. They then had a road trip to L.A. to kind of talk and discuss some things. And Jonathan Nolan was telling Christopher Nolan about this story that he'd been writing about, um, which is basically Memento. And I'll get into the plot in a minute. And then Christopher Nolan obviously ran with the play from there. And then um, this was, you know, his second movie. This was... The movie that I think where people saw this movie and were like, "Wow, this this director and this you know writer definitely have some backing to," and this is going to be someone we're going to look out for the future. Which, as we all know now, Christopher Nolan is an absolute powerhouse in Hollywood. And right. he's, a, he's a dude. I mean, we're talking you know obviously the Batman trilogies, Dunkirk, which is oh, average. <laughs> <laughs> Inception. Inception. He's got other yeah. movies, but obviously he's a phenomenal director, one of our favorites of the podcast. Um, but an absolutely great movie with Memento. I know um, Mac has a lot to say about this movie. Um, he's, I think he has this in his top 15. He's yeah, these, this movie's in my top 15. It, it's actually about a guy who um, gets into an accident and he's trying to track down the guy who murdered and raped his wife. Yeah. But he literally can't remember what happened 15 minutes ago right like he suffers from memory loss yeah and it's just like he's got short-term memory loss so if you've seen 50 first dates with lucy or (laughs) yeah 10 second tom from 50 first dates or any of the other movies that have any short-term memory loss he can't remember anything after the accident with his wife and then also his own you know his own traumatic experience that led him to um, this short-term memory loss. So yeah. he is very methodical in his process. He's trying to find the murderer, the person who murdered his wife. Yeah. So he 
is very systematic on how he does things. He writes notes for himself. He tattoos certain body. things on yeah. his body. Nice. It is a very, very, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's one of those movies. Um, very so, um, Tarantino-like timeline. So, right? yes, it, it, it has Pulp Fiction elements. So yeah. I think that's where you're going with this. Yeah. And and I've watched, I've listened to a lot of reviews. And for those of you who haven't watched it, the movie is basically, you're, he is the narrator. Yeah. This man that has short-term memory loss is narrating this movie for you. So, And you're getting two different stories in two different chronological orders. You're getting a phone, a telephone conversation he's having in black and white, which is obviously in the past, where he's telling a story about Sammy Jakus, who, yeah. who also had short-term memory loss and develops this plan on how you know, unsuccessful he is on curing his thing. So he has to remember to be, have his notes and be systematic. And, and then just be methodical. Yes. And then yeah. in the real life situation that is in color, you're getting the reverse chronological order of how he ends up finding this killer that he is Chris, tracking down. Christopher Nolan's a nuthead. So Christopher Nolan did a phenomenal <laughs> Crazy job. Crazy. And it's an incredible story. And well, the funny thing is about the story, it's kind of criticized for a lot of reasons. One of them being, if you were to watch the movie in the chronological order, a lot of people are like, this story is not really that compelling if you think about it. But that's not what he he doesn't care about that yeah he he built this movie for you to be absolutely wowed the first and second time you watch the movie yeah. that's that is strictly yeah. what the film is made for it's it's made for you to literally understand what he is going through how you are picking the pieces as he is picking the pieces yeah you, you feel have, like you, you have, have memory loss memory. yeah you feel 100%. like you have memory yeah. loss. you're seeing his notes and how he develops his notes and how he develops his own investigation while he's doing so it's so if you guys watch the movie so essentially yes it is happening in different snippets of you know 15 to 20 minutes of his memory so you get the very end scene then you get the 15 minutes before that the prior situations and you bounce back from the, again the telephone conversation to the 15 minutes of reverse yeah. chronological yeah. order. Um, so, and you have these kind of characters that piece in that you don't trust because no at one. the end of the day- You don't trust anyone. You don't trust anyone. You don't trust Natalie. Teddy, you don't trust Natalie, and you don't trust the narrator at the end of the day because he has memory loss. Yeah. So that's the biggest piece of the movie is you're watching this movie and you're saying, because at one point he's even saying, he's like, I feel like I'm getting played. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's not yeah. even trusting his own notes. But yeah. the one thing he does trust is his own handwriting, which he mentions yes. a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I know a lot of people feel differently about this, but Nolan was throwing us a bone when he put that in black and white. You know, it's like, I want to figure that out on my own. You know, I want to go back and watch this movie and kind of be like, Oh, here's where we're going with this. Well, you, you know? also understand, yes, that it is a little prior that the black and white scenes are in the past because of his tattoos are a little different. He's learning things on his tattoos. Yes, right. and I want to pick up on those as a viewer, you know, by myself. I yeah. thought it was... But that's just a movie guy. It was a, you know? it was a movie you really had to lock into. You had to really pay attention to details. Which, which I, I love. I, I like that. Yeah. Which I love. I, like I love that. those movies. I think I, got, I would you have You absolutely to, have to have all in. You have to go all in mm -hmm. or then you don't, you don't know what the hell you're watching. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My feelings on this are still up in the air. Really? So, and a lot of people feel that way. Like, it's one of those movies that people absolutely love it, but then you watch it for the third time and you're kind of like, eh, 
it is a one one and two time movie. It's kind of they say it's kind of gimmicky. Like what, you made what, this movie for this, and it's not rewatchable at all. I don't think it's rewatchable. I think one more time, maybe. Exactly. My problem with the movie, which I was a slight disappointed was, is I was very like on the edge of my seat the whole movie. Right. And the way they kind of wrap things up at the end wasn't particularly my favorite. Okay. I would have liked some clear answers of what's going on where you're left with kind of like you think you know what's going on but at the end of the day you're still like fucked up and i get that but the thing you'll say about christopher nolan and his movies is you watch memento like i said there's a lot of open unanswered questions yeah. Yeah. there's so many the prestige i'm gonna, still go, I'm gonna get a lot on the of, phone with chad and find out what he thinks yeah because that's the thing so the prestige a lot of unanswered questions still inception a lot of unanswered questions. You know, is the is his thing thing, is it a dream? Is it moving? Is it right. going to tip over? And so yeah. that's kind of how Christopher Nolan does his movies. And I'm on the opposite side. I of love that. it. I love that. I absolutely love. I that. love that my brain just wanders about what, because it, what like happens answers. after this because movie. it makes conversations like this so much fun. Because yeah. then we have our own opinion, our own debate without a clear answer. Yeah. So it's that's. Just take it. yourself down a right. rabbit hole for and, sure. And like I said, it's it is not it's not rewatchable, and I understand that part of it, but it's not meant to be rewatchable, right. which is my point. It's right. a point. It's supposed to have the shock and awe of the first two times you watch it. The first time is supposed to be the oh my god, this is crazy. The second time you're supposed to figure some things out and say okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Third yeah. time you're like okay, wow. And then like I talked about the gimmick aspect of it. Okay, yes, it's filmed in reverse order of how the narrator is you know plotting this movie out to you. And if you watch the movie, because I, I did a lot of research on this movie and a lot of people had some things to say about it. But if you watch the movie in normal chronological order, it's kind of a fucked up movie yeah. in the sense that you have these two characters, Natalie and Teddy, who are essentially they're just bad people. They're, they're just, bad just people. playing yeah. the shit they're, out of a guy that has a legitimate handicap. Absolutely yeah. abusing him. They're abusing just abusing him. this guy. So it's, it's kind of an upsetting story if you think about it in that perspective. But if you right. watch it and enjoy the movie for what it is, it's a phenomenal movie. I thought all in all it was okay. Yeah. I thought, you know, I, I was interested. I don't dislike it. It wasn't. One that's gonna be one of my top movies. Yeah. This, uh, I mean, you guys don't know Chad. I know Chad. This makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know what? I think this is a great movie. Like I said, I think it's meant to do what it's meant to do. It's meant to watch it one or one or two times. I think the acting is phenomenal. Guy Pierce did a great job. You actually felt like I'm a this huge man Guy had fan. no idea what is going on. Yeah. Every single time, like the whole scene with Natalie at the bar, like she literally spit in his beer like four minutes ago and he did had no, no, idea. no clue. Yeah, yeah. Just, and he, and I truly felt like he had no idea. Or when she like, he beats a shit out of her and then he walks out. Yeah. And then she and just then goes in her car and comes back. And comes back in and says, so, Dode yeah. or whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. Dodd. Dodd. Dodd did this. Not giving anyways, any spoilers, but, just a great movie. Yeah. Really, yeah. really happy with this movie review. Um, like Good I said, movie. it catapulted yeah. Christopher Nolan's career. Good watch. It was his first studio movie that obviously catapulted into the Prestige and the Bat the Batman trilogies. That, so that's a movie I want to get on here. Prestige. Prestige. Oh, I love it. All right, so that's the movie review with K. Morg. Um, now for K. Morg to give his question. Yeah. So this week we're gonna mix it up again with you guys. So. Memento, directed, written by Christopher Nolan, obviously one of the best directors, screenwriters in Hollywood right now. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to have you as the viewers decide and vote on which movie you want us to review from Christopher Nolan's saga. So you've got, obviously, The Prestige. You've got the Batman trilogy. We can review The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Dunkirk, 
Inception, if whatever you do movie. Inception. You gotta so, get Big Ramek on here, right? Right in. Yeah, we gotta get give us Ramek. give us your vote in. Yeah. Um, whatever one wins, we'll we'll watch next. We'll review next and we'll talk about it because there's a lot of great movies and we're really excited about Christopher Nolan. So that's the movie review with the film Dr. K. Morg. Uh, thanks again for listening, in, guys. It's been a blast. Um, we have some very interesting NFL picks this week, so hopefully it plays out. Follow us on Instagram at td underscore podcast with a zero. Uh, on Twitter at TD Podcast, as well as we have merch, hats, and t-shirts still. So uh, thanks for following along. We appreciate it. See you next time. Later.